0: Welcome, Pathfolk, to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Where Cornelius is in a different type of danger.
1: Cornelius is in danger right now. I'm like, in
2: social danger. We're in a ball. We're all in danger. <laughs> a rather different sort of danger than we have been up to this point.
0: I suppose we should, uh, I suppose you're going to wonder how we got here.
1: By carriage. By carriage is in fact <laughs> the correct answer to
0: that question. Get a hero
2: point, Heather. As, as only the fanciest of lads and ladies can.
0: <laughs> yes, when last we left our heroes, the Knights of Summer had left the city of Okara at the direction of their friend Martella Lothied to make their way to Merritt County to go to the Palace of Birdsong, the summer palace of the Stavians, the ancestral home of the Stavian family from when before they were the the royal family of Tal'Dor, and currently being administered by one Count Bartleby Lothied, Martella's half-brother, as as they have the same father but different mothers since she was uh, born from uh, an affair that her father had. Uh, with a Kadiran ambassador, um, which is the reason that she's uh, currently living in exile from the rest of her family, as it were. Yeah, that's yeah, the whole thing.
3: I think it, I think that's why there's a certain level of confusion setting in because Bartleby is not portraying himself as quite the a-hole that we were expecting he's actually mm. been quite cordial and not we're like thus far. this does not sure. compute
2: but is that just his social persona
3: <laughs> this is like another oh, reason gwen's trying motive. to
2: get close to him here's what we need to do everybody the old social standby we need mm-hmm. to get him drunk
3: mm-hmm. i mean that's probably gonna happen at one of these
0: maybe right
2: like people become more honest when they're drunk it lowers the inhibitions
0: but you had left from Opar, you had made your way across Taldor, a distance of about some 150 miles or so to make your way to the Tandak Prefecture to head to the Palace of Birdsong to attend the Tanager Jubilee, uh, the celebration of the uh, the 190th celebration of uh, the Lothied stewardship over Merritt County. Wow. Whoa. Dang. To put it in perspective, you'd all already met the actual Duke uh, that is uh, Count Bartleby Lothied's uncle, uh, Duke Mm -hmm. uh, Panavar Lothied VI. Duke Panavar Lothied II was the one that was given stewardship over this. So it's been (laughs) a bit. Gracious. They really like that
2: name. A few generations. I mean, Panavar is a very unique name.
0: It's true. However, you'd made your way to Merritt County and found that um, it appears to be in need of some work. And you're just that. the nobles to do that because uh, some strings have been pulled to, uh, well, not even necessarily some strings, some information have been dug up to uh, present your uh, your own friend and party member, Felix Espire, as the heir to the Bettany estate, uh, Alice mm-hmm. Bettany having died uh, 10 years ago. Why? Yep. This year's the anniversary.
4: <laughs> Technically every year is the anniversary. Yeah, I should not say every but year, this, but...
0: <laughs> this winter is the anniversary of uh, oh. 10 years of her death. You're now going to be uh, scions of the Bettany family in addition to everything else and uh, living in this county where you can hopefully improve matters of which it seems like there might be a lot to improve here. Mm. Uh, In fact, actually, if you want, I'll go ahead and throw this out here just because I've been playing around with a couple of things on the foundries. I do like Hmm. to do that. And you will note, of course, that you do have a quest in progress right now. I do believe if you click on the tab that says available... Uh, You will note that there are an additional three quests currently available that you are not currently engaged in, as right now your primary quest is the Tanager Jubilee. We've got side quests, y'all. But there are side quests, um, as there's a lot to do in this county, including uh, possibly clearing the Beggarwood, investigating Baron Tellus, and investigating the Night Swan, of which you've heard about.
3: I like that Tellus guy, basically just abandoning his people. But I think it was also, he's gone... Like, he hasn't been seen, and I'm just like, is he dead, and then and someone else is running things, and they're just trying to keep that on the down low? Is this like, like a Weekend at Bernie's
5: sort of
0: thing? Oh my that's God. what I'm wondering. Uh, is it a
3: Weekend at Bernie's sort of situation? There's a necromancer mm. involved,
6: so it's a lot easier Ooh. than Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the party had arrived after passing through the picture-perfect, the Disneyland-perfect mm. uh, town <laughs> of Lothadar, the happiest place in Tal'Dor. <laughs> oh, no. or at least in Merritt County and then eventually making your way to the Birdsong Palace for the first day of the Tanager Jubilee you had arrived as uh, as you'd mentioned earlier where Count Bartleby had uh, been very happy to see his childhood friends as he has not seen you since you were here last uh, 25 years ago during the summer without rain
3: yeah it's been a bit
0: technically speaking as the summer has now passed it's actually been 26 years ago mm. oh man yeah so getting long old. you'd then been uh, allowed to actually stay inside the palace which you weren't when you were here previously as your parents had stayed inside and all of you had been uh, forced uh, relegated to one of the guest houses. And you then met with uh, your guide while you were here, Purple Finch. Who we will have to give a glowing recommendation
5: uh, on her employer <laughs> yes. card whenever we're done here. Especially
2: yeah. because the uh, head inquisitor is her boss. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, she seemed terrified of even the thought of us talking to him. It seems mm-hmm. like everyone is terrified of him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he he's one of those... Maybe lawful evil followers of uh, Abadar?
3: Maybe. Definitely not the side of Abadar that Felix follows. I'm not
0: feeling the lawful good from him. Mm. His artwork does look like he crawled out of a coffin this morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. He's faking it being an Inquisitor. He's really a
2: vampire. He's infiltrated. Be a vampire he's playing the long con because yeah. he's immortal.
0: Yep. <laughs> But the party had uh, then begun and all of you had been uh, all of you had stepped onto a new battlefield, this new battlefield mm, being the ballroom, the most deadly battlefield of all the battle, in fact, being the uh, the greatest challenge of all, which is brunch and having <laughs> polite <laughs> conversation over brunch. I'm so bad at brunch. <laughs> is it breakfast? Is it lunch? What am I doing with my I just life? I get
5: confused and then just eat the whole time. So.
2: <laughs> am I supposed to eat as a king or a prince? I don't know. <laughs>
0: But we have left off with um, all of you in the, the grand ballroom of the Palace of Birdsong. Again, this massive open space, tiled in polished white and gray marble with a checkered pattern running around the outside of the room. Walls painted in soft dove gray, accentuated with golden leaf trim and columns. Ten foot tall window doorways lining the walls, both uh, to the north and west overlooking the veranda and the beautiful full gardens beyond the palace full of various songbirds giving the supposed titular name to Birdsong palace between the doors to the west and lining the empty wall off towards the east are these plush benches upholstered in rich velvet and silk cushions the ceiling here 40 feet overhead with a magnificent fresco of chalene and a court of agathian watching from the clouds above and three opulent chandeliers of gold and silver, painting the entirety of the room in this magical perpetual light. As all of you had uh, dressed, uh, not even necessarily in your finest. You're actually still in your, uh, we're having breakfast and tea outfit. Yeah, receiving outfits. Your receiving, outfit, receiving outfits, yes. as it were. Yes, um, Since mm-hmm. you did bring five changes of clothes to this whole thing. Yes, yeah, yep. you have to
6: change. You have to have outfit
0: changes.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, you can't even go a full day in one outfit. You have to change multiple times.
0: It's true. Because you're playing fancy, fancy people. Mm-hmm. But we left off with all of you uh, beginning the uh, the Tanager Jubilee intrigue. I've even got it up there in the uh, the corner there. With Verity having gone and spoken with uh, Baron Okira uh, and catching up with Old him and meeting Akira. his daughter.
6: Yep, love her. <laughs> She's great.
0: Who appears to have uh, a few bad run-ins, but according to her, it was all fine.
1: I need a Rick to roleplay history. her and Narmer talking to each other
0: and just <laughs> go off for hours. <laughs> That's what happens if you find the general. I only have one voice for catfish. (laughs) And in the meantime, uh, the rest of the group had scattered with Cornelius going to speak with uh, Baroness Adela Voynum.
2: Which was a mistake.
3: (laughs) Well, it may not be. We don't know yet. Have a little faith and confidence.
0: Gwen had gone to uh, catch up with uh, Count Bartleby, the uh, the host uh, and potentially your primary antagonist, since um, Mm. you're not entirely sure what you're going to need to do to finally get him to oust himself from this castle so that you can hand it over to the princess.
1: That's what I'm trying to suss out.
0: Is this whole thing (laughs) Bartleby would prefer not to leave the palace? You would think. It does seem like he would prefer not to. (laughs) Thank you for referencing that short story.
5: You're welcome. I, it was going to happen at some point.
0: Art will be the scrivener for anyone that would be interested. It's actually a very good short story. Yes. In the meantime, Felix had gone to speak with Lady uh, Peril, the archbanker of the Temple of Abadar in the city of Lothodar. And Oliver had hesitated, which was his first mistake, at which point he had been uh, grabbed by uh, Lady uh, Parthena Crab. She got me in her claws.
2: <laughs> she used the pincer maneuver. Oh.
0: So it goes to uh, to completely set the scene again, you are still in this uh, this beautiful ballroom. Uh, Cornelia standing off towards the side, uh, near one of the benches, although not sitting, uh, having been speaking to the impressive Baroness Voynum. The mm-hmm. Baroness is a tall, powerfully built woman, despite her uh, her age, still towering at uh, six and a half feet. That's six and a six, half six. feet.
1: I like her art too. She's she's great. She's, she's gonna murder a, she's Cornelius, lady, but it's great.
4: Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cornelius had had a uh, a plight. Well, Cornelius had started with a plight I, I, I conversation. I tried to have a plight
2: conversation, and she went into interrogation mode. And quite she basically quickly. went,
0: "What the f are you doing here? I knew Lady Bettany. She was my vassal. Why are you suddenly here? I mean, she did know about the connection to the Zespayers because uh, that was only two generations ago. Mm. But uh, why are you suddenly here?" 10 years after her death to claim that and why are uh, two barons, two counts, and a Viscountess all here? We're
3: a little sus.
0: I believe we left off as Cornelius. I can only imagine taking a second, reaching out as a, a servant walks by with a silver platter and, and grabbing some breakfast tea.
1: And wishing <laughs> it was something stronger to, uh, at this moment.
2: No, man. As, he, as he buys himself time, to Put that 18 intelligence to work, <laughs> yes, on how to think, say man. this without think. having to make a bluff check because my bluff is terrible. Mm-hmm. Cornelius's terrible, is mind
0: slows down to a point that it almost seems as if like a week's worth of time to think passes.
2: There's like, the text going behind, and all the drawings, the mathematical formulas, and stuff. <laughs> the Baroness eyes you, Cornelius. Steals himself internally uh, and glances up at her as he is only five foot nine and she is a giant lady. <laughs> Baroness Voynum. you strike me as someone who would prefer candor. You are astute. Well, as such, I will attempt to tell you as plainly as possible. I met Countess Zespire and the rest of our party at the gala. Wait, no, that's not terribly true. Um, in Taldor. We uh, are we in not- Taldor.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> slow down Jordan you, you, got center Go. your, you got this
0: center yourself
3: <laughs> take a deep breath take a deep breath you got it you got this
2: I met Countess Zespire and the rest of our party at Opara right before the Exaltation Gala we funny enough actually spent one summer here at this estate when we were children but hadn't kept up with each other since we were I suppose blessed by one deity or another to have survived the assault at the gala we were arguably quite shaken we happened to discover well i suppose countess zespire discovered her connection to these lands she seemed very interested in the opportunity to do some good after such a well shocking and senseless blow to the country had been dealt having recently reconnected myself personally i decided to accompany her i cannot speak to the motives of the rest of our party But I was informed that there was a magical pump uh, that at one point had uh, served to drain the area around, around statues. And being from a line of, shall we say, magicians, I thought it would be an interesting challenge and a way for, honestly, for me to do my own contribution to improve Taldor. Even if just that one little bit and perhaps regain some control over, well, everything. I'm hoping that we could be allies in that, helping not only statues, but if there are any other magical things that you would like a consultation on, I would be happy
0: to provide. The Baroness is so tall and her posture so perfect. I just see chin and and nostril, right? That she cannot help but half-lid look down at oh, everyone. She's
2: staring down at me.
0: There's no movement, no narrowing of eyes, no fidgeting. Her eyes raise up to look past you, quickly scanning the ballroom, settling on the far end of the room where you can see a small gathering of Abadarans with Felix.
1: They've Hmm. all pulled out their, you know, abacus and are counting and, you know.
0: (laughs) So the Countess, whose lands lie in this same prefecture, has decided that her attempts at improving her own lands have failed, and so she would rather purchase a new land and attempt to restore it.
2: Well, to be honest, I was not uh, privy to the exchange to make the Bettany estate uh, hers.
0: Yes, exactly. It would seem that I should be speaking to Lady Zespire.
2: If you would like the specifics of that, that would be um, ideal. I am uh, escorting her, as it were, and uh, merely attempting to aid.
0: I hope that I have not given you a poor reception in our lands.
2: No, quite. I... I do love a good challenge.
0: You will find it here.
2: <laughs>
0: sense oh motive boy. does she want to does she want to destroy me?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is she's trying to maybe give you a hint.
0: I need a sense motive to figure out which and oh my cool. sense motive is so bad. You went the diplomatic route. I did indeed. So I will allow you to either attempt a diplomacy check to influence her um, or you may attempt a discovery check if you would prefer.
2: I would like I'm to sorry, discovery
6: does even check. try to intimidate her? Who are these people?
0: I mean, it is an option. You could also try bluff. I was waiting to see which direction Jordan was going to go. (laughs) I I have a bluff of plus two. There is
2: zero chance that I'd be the one bluffing.
0: You you hewed close enough to the truth that I don't think. It was more of a lie. It was a lie by omission, really.
2: Yeah, I was going to try to say Mm. nothing that was actually Mm. false. (laughs) So
0: if you do wish to uh, attempt a discovery check, you may do so. Um, You may attempt to learn either her biases, her strengths, her weaknesses, or... Uh, What checks will let you influence her? Uh, Let's do what checks will influence her. You will need to make a sense motive check.
2: Oh, fudge. Um, (laughs) My plus zero sense motive says this is not going to end well. This is
0: open, so. Well,
2: hey, I got a 16 for a 16. Um, If it's for a secret message, I get a plus five bonus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, no. And that does come very close, but (laughs) unfortunately that does not. Uh, she is a sphinx. She is an enigma, as she just kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, somebody with actual sense here.
2: motive is gonna have to do that role because I cannot.
0: But hey, Cornelius didn't die.
2: That's Yay. <laughs> true.
6: <laughs> she just pulls out a dagger and stabs you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: God. She she challenges me to a duel, and I'm like, oh heck, I'm a I'm a what level wizard am I? I'm a fourth level wizard. Yes, I'm so dead.
3: But <laughs> you're not a wizard. Eh, you're arcanist. Wizard
2: adjacent. arcanist, Yeah. <laughs> I don't like using the term Arcanist because there's an Arcanist guild, so it's like, I don't want to say that because that implies I'm part of the guild, like, it's a whole thing, but...
0: Well, yeah, but you could also make the same argument that being a wizard would imply you're part of a wizarding school.
2: Anyway.
0: That's why a magician
2: sounds great, even though that would mean I'm kind of almost... (laughs) I'm pulling
0: cards out of my sleeve. (laughs) Magician means you
3: don't actually have any magic.
2: I am a person who practices magic unlike any other. (laughs) You're a magic boy. I am a magic
4: boy. Unlike anyone (laughs) else
0: except for the people that are also Arcanists. (laughs) So... Elsewhere. Gwen, you navigate your way through the crowds. Glance over there where you can see uh, Verity seems to be having quite a good time. Uh, Cornelius (laughs)
4: Les.
2: As he's staring over this massive lady.
0: (laughs) It takes you a moment to find Count Lothied. He seems to be mostly just watching over the gathered crowds here, um, nodding to people as they come and say something to him. Standing close nearby to him, however, is another figure. A small man, you think probably in his early 30s, maybe just a few years younger than you, with dark hair and has a short-trimmed beard that is uh, both neat and well-oiled. He carries a jeweled walking stick that he seems to lean on rather heavily um, and has a basically the finest, latest fashions, uh, especially a, uh, a fur-trimmed, elegant cloak. The man seems to be carrying on a, a deep conversation with Bartleby until uh, you begin to approach, at which point he... Uh, before the man gives you a UA winning smile, seems to pause and look at Gwen for a long moment. Oh. Before kind of almost as if trying to think through something in his mind, uh, turns and makes his way further off, making his way uh, over to where the, the large table is where the servants are setting out some of the uh, the breakfast fare. The Can brunch I make fare, a
1: sense motive to figure out why this guy's staring at me?
0: Was he trying to remember who you are, maybe? You may make a knowledge nobility.
1: I roll a perfect 20 for a 33. Good gracious.
0: (laughs) You know exactly who this man is. (laughs) And uh, just for funsies, I'll go ahead and give you a little secret information here. That way all of you can kind of uh, get together and share what you find.
1: Oh, lovely. All right.
0: I'll be fun to find out later. (laughs) Yeah. The count turns uh, as you begin to approach.
1: Gwen flashes Bartleby a smile and uh, makes her way over.
0: Good morning. I hope that the uh, accommodations that I've provided you are up to your standards.
1: Well, of course. I just thought I would come over and say hi. See how things are going. She kind of glances around the party.
0: (laughs) I would think swimmingly. In fact, it's actually quite a larger turnout than we've had in the last few years. It seems life in the big city of Opara has become a little rough and tumble, and the chickens have come home to roost, I believe, as the commoners would say.
2: As everybody left Opara to be like, oh, heck, there's well, a civil war on.
1: Being at the gala, I can understand why. It was a rather harrowing experience.
0: Yes, yes, I heard from Titus how uh, terrible the entire event was. My cousin was of a sort.
2: <laughs> of a sort? <laughs> either is or is not your cousin, dude.
3: He's by marriage, so I don't think he wants him.
0: But again, I'm glad that you find this uh, a small gathering and that we're throwing here up to your standards. There's no royalty in attendance, which is unfortunate. But I think we put on a decent show.
1: I'm sure it will prove to be an entertaining couple of days.
0: Longer than that, I believe. Um, I think the Baroness Voynum was saying that when Countess Zespire uh, purchased the Betany estate, that it also listed you as one of the administrators for the area. I hadn't realized that all of you had maintained such a a close-knit friendship.
1: It's actually sort of serendipitous. We ran into each other in Opara before the gala and were together through that experience and decided, as you said, maybe it's time to return home, as it were.
0: He smiles. For a moment, I'll even give this to you without sense motive, because he's not really trying to hide it. Mm -hmm. Again, he's a handsome man. He has a very charming smile and air. You remember him being kind of the uh, the foppish yeah. noble child and all the rest of that stuff. That you forget that he must be at least Oliver level intelligence to be yeah. a, a skilled magus. As he quickly glances over, con- kind of considers for a moment. I wasn't surprised that you were there or Felix. Both of you have senators that are uh, family members. I'm surprised that the Darhans and Marisets and Corsinas were in attendance. Actually, I do believe that there's a Corsina senator as well. How is there not a Marisets senator? We rich AF. Yeah, but they're too busy wanting to do magic stuff and nah, find their family to deal with uh, politics. Mm-hmm. The Darhans are usually too busy.
1: Monster hunting. <laughs> Being monster hunters. Gwen, just sort of sh- Gwen will, you know, slightly shrug her shoulders. Again, serendipity, I suppose.
0: I'll have to ask them how they'd gotten their invitations. Oh, as heck. tragic of an event as that was, it will certainly be one for the history books. I only wish that any of us had known how far. Uh, well, I will not speak ill of the dead, particularly uh, ill of the dead of such a higher station than I am.
1: Had you seen him recently since we were the children?
0: Grand Prince? No, he has not come to uh, Birdsong since.
1: It was shocking, to say the least. Hmm. When we'll sip at tea.
0: <laughs> no, I'd seen him in passing a few times. Um, events that my uncle was hosting for the Arcanist Guild during my brief uh, foray there. But after the death of my father, I had to return here to administer the the county. So I have not actually been back to Opara Gods. I haven't been out of the county since the death of my father. Well, I should take a vacation sometimes. But the county won't run itself.
1: Gwen keeps snide comments to herself about how he's not running it anyway, so who cares? <laughs> You're not supposed yeah.
2: to know about that. That's like, you, you know, secret may gossip.
0: Attempt either a discovery, or if you just want to do a blind influence check, you may attempt either.
1: Let's do a discovery check. Figure okay. out what we can if you can even if he's even one of the people we can influence and everything here.
0: Uh, he said there's curiosity. only five. Uh-huh. What knowledges do you have ranks in?
1: Um, dungeoneering, local, nature, religion, engineering, history, and nobility.
0: So, sorry, you said you want to do a research?
1: Yeah, I want to see if he's even one of the people we can influence, and if we can, what we can roll to influence him.
0: So the uh, answer to the first question is, uh, you would automatically be aware that uh, Count Bartleby Lothied is, in fact, one of the uh, five people that you can attempt to influence.
1: Oh, good. All Sweet. Right. Gwen has her mark. <laughs> yeah. so have
5: three of the, we already know three of the
0: five. Interesting. That's yeah. true. Would yeah. you want to know uh, biases, strengths, weaknesses, or uh, what skills would influence him?
1: I guess let's start with what skills will influence him.
0: All right, so for Count Bartleby Lothied, uh, you may make a knowledge, nobility, or sense motive.
1: My sense motive's gonna be way higher because I can actually roll sing for that because of my versatile performance. I roll a perfect 20. What the heck? Wow. Oh,
2: yeah. Stop <laughs> taking all the dice luck. <laughs> <laughs> Two nat 20s we're in a row. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Dang. But we want her to succeed. So I know, but we're not nat
0: 20. <laughs> as far as influencing him is concerned, First off, Bartleby is a man who appreciates the finer things in life.
4: Uh Uh,
0: As such, you may influence him with appraise. Mm. Uh, He is also a man who is very deep into his knowledge of the esoteric and the arcane. And Mm -hmm. as such, you may also influence him with knowledge arcana or knowledge the planes. Right. Mm. Oh, hey. In addition to that, he does enjoy wordplay. And so you may influence him with either bluff or diplomacy. Wow. Oh, good. The appraise, knowledge arcana or planes are all at a DC 16. The bluff or diplomacy is at a DC 21. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Yes, it is much easier for you if you appeal uh, to his interests.
2: I was gonna say, yeah, I have a 11 Arcana, so
1: yeah. Luckily, uh, bluff is the other thing my versatile performance covers. So I mean, I get a 14 on the bluff. Yeah. Well, so, I think I think
0: what Jordan was saying yeah. is he would need to roll a five to pass the Arcana or planes. Yeah, yeah. and you would still need a seven to pass the bluff. So maybe. Maybe the two, maybe the Arcanist goes over there and chats up the Magus. Um, or maybe useful, Oliver for finally. that matter. I think Oliver probably is a good Arcana as well.
5: Uh, yeah, he would be yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, good Arcana and planes. So yeah, Gwen, yeah, you're having a,
0: a pleasant conversation over there during, uh, again, your uh, little introductory brunch here. Felix, I imagine you circle uh, for a moment, probably go over, get yourself a cup of tea, um, a few biscuits and things like that. Just a little a little light something to tide you over.
4: Yes. Yeah.
0: Watching as... Uh, yeah, you know, there's this small gathering of uh, what appears to be um, a, again, a tall man in the form of, uh, as you had seen him when you were here previously. You believe uh, Sir Ghul Gosarun, a tall man with a mane of blonde hair, quite handsome uh, overall, uh, with piercing eyes. He has those features that are just, just angular enough to make his half-elven heritage apparent, even without seeing his ears. Um, The fact that he's also like six foot four, um, I think he's the Mm -hmm. second tallest person here, probably also speaks to his elven heritage. Uh, He seems to be engaged both with uh, Lady Peril as well as another woman uh, who's a a shorter but powerfully built woman wearing, again, it's a receiving outfit. So like no one's wearing their finest right now. Uh, But even this is a receiving outfit that is somewhat Spartan or utilitarian. Okay. Uh, Mechanically speaking, she's not wearing any joy, which is odd. Again, as far as all of their names are concerned, which all of you can clearly see, all of you also heard everyone's names as they were being read out, because everyone was announced um, during the uh, after the gong during the choosing, uh, the, or the gotcha. sorting. So you would be aware that that is uh, Sir Sir Marina Gotius. But after a short time, Lady Peril uh, makes her way off from the rest or separates enough that you can have a moment to uh, introduce yourself. Lady Peril's a hell woman in her mid thirties, uh, with straight raven black hair. And rather dark, almost too deep eyes. There's something not to sound like, uh, you know, in Felix's mind, it's the cover of a or the back of a Harlequin romance or something like that. There's something almost mysterious about the unplumbed depths of her gaze. (laughs) She wears a simple white rope and uh, bears around her neck a large golden key. Judging by the size of the key, which is usually the indication that you would need, you can tell that that would be the key for an archbanker. That is her fancy key. Um, not her business key, which would probably be much simpler and much more uh, difficult to damage or get bloody if she was working.
2: This is like that decorative key that they give, like the key to the city
0: yes. ceremonies at, right?
2: <laughs> not like, quite that it's, large. It's, it's not yes. that large, but it's like <laughs> it's the decorative one that looks really nice, but actually won't open any locks, you know?
0: It's true.
5: It's not yeah. made of chocolate, though.
0: <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> the woman gives you an appraising glance, uh, noticing you approach.
3: Ah, uh, good morning. Uh, Lady Peril, I believe.
0: Yes. Eileen Peril, Archbanker of the House of the Wealthy Father. And I believe you are Countess Zespire. Uh,
3: Yes, uh, I'm a banker myself, though no Archbanker. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) We'll see.
0: I see. Save that for the end of the adventure path.
3: (laughs) Uh, I was hoping to uh, get a moment of your time. If I might be so presumptuous.
0: Of course, I'm... She glances about the room. I'm not usually the focus here, so I am flattered.
3: Ah. who typically is the focus if i might ask
0: <laughs> the count usually focuses on the the guests that arrive those who are more interested in playing shall we say the game of politics and uh, i am not game. amongst that number being that my faith inclines me to uh, work to keep the economy of the country moving
3: that i can sympathize with
0: your sister then
3: i am indeed i uh did some time in Samar when I first started out and then uh, ended up in Casimir and I worked there for many years. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Well, I can't say I enjoyed it when I first arrived, but I did come to enjoy it quite a bit.
0: I'm surprised to find a countess that was a teller.
3: Uh, it was a lesson in life that I needed desperately.
0: I'm glad that you found it and learned it. Indeed, was there so. something specifically you're wishing to speak to me about?
3: Uh, to be totally honest, I'm trying to speak to... Anyone and everyone that's in charge, as I've just recently acquired the Betney estate and statues, and uh, I want to get a lay of the land and a lay of the people. From what I understand, you and several others here seem to be well-informed on that front.
0: Well, I'm perhaps not as well-informed as I would wish, although I will admit that we have had the occasional parishioner come in from statues, praying for the god of walls and ditches to set matters straight in that city.
6: Well, bam, I'm here.
0: It just starts playing, I need a hero.
6: I need a hero. (laughs) Building
2: those walls and those ditches every day and all night.
0: Perhaps you shall be the answer to their prayers.
3: Uh, A burden I'm not sure I'm ready for, but I think that's usually the sign that uh, you're the right person for it, if we're going (laughs) by storybooks.
0: (laughs) I've heard that before. Personally, I prefer the most experienced and skilled individual to be the right person for the job. But the fact that you have had training and experience in our faith... Does make me feel more confident.
3: I appreciate that. I'm here to do my best. I've been shouting at the heavens for infrastructure for a long time, and one step at a time, I suppose.
0: <laughs> and you've not yet gone hoarse.
3: Oh, many times. <laughs> many
0: times. <laughs> in 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 uh, you
2: know, the flashback moment of Felix just looking at the sky, going, "Abadar infrastructure." <laughs>
0: <laughs> she smiles. You know, places a hand on her holy symbol. Inclines her head. It is a difficult lesson sometimes for us to explain to other faiths. I'm certain that you've experienced it as well that Abadar is not a god of charity. Abadar is a god of building. He will not build your house for you, but if you ask, the wealthy father will provide you the tools.
3: Exactly. I think it's often forgotten how much it's, how often everything is connected from the tools to the people to everything. It's all connected.
0: And I hope that you'll be a stabilizing influence here. Uh, We aren't far from one another, so I pray that you'd come and join us sometimes for uh, services.
3: I would greatly appreciate that.
0: (laughs) You know, she pauses, taps her finger on her chin. There was a time when there was even a shrine in statues. Hmm, really? It would be wonderful to have a place of worship there again. I don't believe that for decades now, I don't believe the people of statues have had a place of worship.
2: Oh, Felix getting that uh, Archbanker status early.
3: I'll have to look into that.
0: Although most of them, of course, uh, turn their their prayers and their gaze to Arastal to provide them with protection as far out from the walls of Lothadar as they are.
4: Hmm.
3: Well, I suppose uh, you pray to whoever provides and hopefully Abadar will provide again.
0: She nods. So unfortunately, uh, Lady Peril is not one of your five options. Ah, dang it. Mm. Uh, That being said, you still can make a diplomacy check to uh, influence her, though.
3: I would like to try. Because that will still be beneficial. Yay! I needed that because unfortunately I only rolled an eight for a twenty-one. Still pretty
0: solid. Still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. A twenty-one is a success. Um, So I'm gonna go and make a note on here that uh, yeah, she enjoyed your conversation, and uh, Lady Peril is uh, friendly.
3: Yay! Hey, that's nice. I'm gonna go to her church.
0: Yeah. And maybe start your own church and statues.
3: Or, I guess, reopen the one that was once there.
0: Yeah, not a bad That's idea. That's cool. So, off to the side. Oliver, as you'd been standing there, just kind of glancing about the room, taking a second to uh, to collect yourself.
4: <laughs> you were kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs>
0: a woman slid up alongside you. Uh-huh. <laughs> in one solid fluid motion. Just slid up along your right-hand side, her left arm sliding in. And hooking on your right arm as you're looking around and going, (laughs) wait, what? As she smiles, reaches up, pats your arm. I believe that you are Count Darhan, are you not?
5: Oh,
0: no. Yeah. Yes,
5: uh, that that is that is me. Um, You have the advantage of me.
0: uh... I am Lady Parthena Crab. It is a wondrous pleasure to meet you.
1: I love her artwork. She's so cute.
0: <laughs> Lady Crab is a woman, uh, probably about your age, give or take. Mm. Um, you think that she's probably in her late thirties or um, early forties. It's kind of hard mm. to tell. She has that look of someone who has managed to maintain youth by not having cares. Ah, mm. mm. oh,
2: it's nice. so easy. So nice when you're rich and you know noble.
0: But she is a broad, middle-aged woman with a wide smile and extraordinarily expressive eyes. As she slides up, as she loops her arm in yours, um, you are hit with this nearly overwhelming smell of camphor and sugar, which you believe is her perfume. Interesting. Uh. Well, let me be the first to welcome you to our humble part of the world. I'm sure it's nothing compared to... uh, I'm sorry, I'm making an assumption. I know the Darhans are the lords of White March, but uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're from there.
5: Uh, Yes, actually, um, I... My lands are uh, on a mountaintop, in fact.
0: Oh, a mountain. I imagine the view is beautiful. <laughs> it
5: is uh, when I More can stomach it. More beautiful than this it. very, very flat county we live in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm afraid I'm not much of one for heights, as it were. But, uh, oh, well, then you'll find it pleasant here, as uh, the tallest thing that we have in the, the surrounding area would be a, a goodly-sized tree. I do recall, <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
6: That's where it all Those started. are also terrifying for him. <laughs> yes. I fell out of one when I was a child. Uh, that very one over there. This actually.
5: He shakes his fist in its
0: general direction. Um, no, uh, yeah, it, sorry.
5: Let me collect myself for just a moment.
0: Oh, I apologize. I have been warned I sometimes come on too strong. Please, let's Let's go get a coffee. Do you like coffee? They have an amazing uh, coffee blend that they brought she's in. She's trying to from... set
2: up for her daughter or herself? <laughs> oh. Apparently. Mm. Mm. Uh,
5: they have an amazing coffee <laughs> blend here. I do enjoy a good cup. Sure. Let's give
0: that a shot. Are you married, Lord Darhan? I don't see a ring. Uh, <laughs> no. no uh, wow. No. I've never been married. Wow, that took no time. <laughs> well, that's quite uh, surprising. A uh, man of your station. <laughs>
2: I love that when when Rick said that he he literally there waggled eyebrow his like
0: eyebrows. Eyebrow. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, like to embody the NPCs. Oh thank my you. god, I'm dead. Well I'm dead played, right now. Well played.
5: <laughs> well, um, it uh, I'm somewhat remote out there in in the uh, far eastern side of the country, so not very few many options.
0: Around. Yes, so that that is in fact the case. Yes. Well, you will find that your options are greatly expanded here in Merit. Oh. <laughs> have you met my daughter?
3: <laughs> is that so?
0: She's of the marrying age. I suppose the two of you step over, uh, get the uh, get some coffee. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to have a chance to uh, speak with you. I understand that uh, Lady Zaspire is taking over the old Bettany place. Uh, yes, that is correct. She, Ooh. uh
5: turns out that they, they were distantly related at only a couple of generations back.
0: Oh, I must see the place when you're done with it. I've been very curious for years and years. Old Alice Bettney, God's rest her soul. Uh, she was a bit of a, a recluse, as it were. There are a lot of curious um, some might even say queer things that they say about her and, uh, and what she got up to in that old house. Mm.
3: As long as it's not like a rose for Emily. Oh my god, I was
6: just thinking about that <laughs> freaking Hawthorne <laughs> She story. kind of
0: leans, first off, really great short story. Yeah. She leans in, and of course, there are the rumors about what she still gets up to in that old house.
5: Ghosts. Oh no, it actually is haunted.
2: <laughs> it's
0: haunted uh, and she's
2: just going going around, where is my cat? <laughs> I could have sworn there was a cat here.
5: Uh, what sort of
0: rumors, if you don't mind sharing, I am new to the area, of course. Oh no, I've heard all sorts of things about it, but I'm not here to talk about that, I'm here to talk about you. She pats you on the shoulder. Oh no.
2: Great. Yes. She's giving off you. the interesting like salesman vibes. Very hard. Like let me just let me
4: just I'll open I love up her. With, Can she be Gwen
1: my best friends? Right? Like, She's <laughs> delightful. She and Gwen will spill all the
2: tea. Oh, oh my god She th- she seems very much like she would love all the tea.
5: Do you have any children? Yes, I do have one. I have a daughter. A daughter? What age? Um she is currently thirteen. Thirteen. It's such a fun age. Yes, uh, that's actually when I was first here. Many, many years ago now.
0: Being back here must make you feel like a young man again. In some ways, yes. <laughs> Just Rachel trying <laughs> not to laugh this whole time. <laughs> yeah.
3: This is the kind of crap that women deal with all the time of people trying to, like, from, from a very young age of like, oh, you need to get married and have kids and do all this yeah. stuff and everything. And it's like, it's kind of nice to see it happen to a guy. No offense, Ron.
0: <laughs> nah. So... If you're going to be here for some time, of course, I would love to have the opportunity to entertain you and hmm. any of the other of your uh, your obviously prestigious group of friends. Well,
5: of course, um, we have been trying
0: to get to know a number of the locals for sure. Absolutely. Actually, here, um, uh, let me see. Oh, there she is. I should introduce you to my daughter. Ah,
2: there yes. we go. There it is. How old is
3: she? I'm scared.
5: <laughs> here comes the heart. I'm a,
2: little I'm a little scared of how old she might be.
0: So you have been chatting with uh, with Lady Crab, mm-hmm. which possibly to shock and or surprise you, is one of your five targets. What? For this. what?
4: <laughs> why? Uh, why? Oh man! I
0: kind
5: of figured. Oh no!
0: <laughs> there are two things. Well, there are two things you possibly need to do. Mm. Thing number one is: uh, what are you wanting to do as far as Lady Crab is concerned? Are you wanting to go ahead and just try a blind check on influence, or are we wanting to try to uh, to learn something about her, make a discovery? Let's learn something about her first. Okay. Um, so are we wanting to learn her biases, her strengths, her weaknesses, or her influence checks?
5: Mm, I mean, I think it's probably best to start with the influence checks, because that might inform what we do from there.
0: All right. Then I will need you to make a sense motive. Oh, great. <laughs> a lot of times learning influence checks. Actually, a lot of times learning a bunch of different things is sense motive.
5: Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not good at that. Uh, well, let's see. <laughs>
0: That is a natural one. Oh, Four oh one. You're too. Oh, flustered. Ross! You're, you're too. You're caught incredibly off guard. Yep, <laughs> I, I noticed. <laughs> the second thing, not to hijack your character. Uh-huh. The second thing is you need to decide whether or not you want to make a diplomacy check to actually excuse yourself, or whether or not you want to spend the next round being introduced to her daughter. <sighs> oh God! I mean,
6: <laughs> excuse yourself. This is a bad place for you. <sighs>
0: Yeah, well smoke
5: mom. <laughs> on one hand, we need to find out more about her because we need to influence her. Like she yeah. is one of the people we have yeah. to influence.
6: Well, I can go talk to her. I have a good sense motive.
1: I was about to say, okay. Gwen would be best friends with this woman. I, Gwen can swoop in and save you and be like, oh, I have a son who's probably well, way more close to your daughter's age. How do you,
6: how do you
2: feel about Tiflings?
5: <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to have to save myself, though, at this point. Um, so, yeah, I will attempt a diplomacy check to see if I can excuse myself. Okay. You can make a diplomacy check.
2: I love that you are literally trapped in this conversation. If you can't make this check, you literally can't find a polite way to be like, excuse me, I'm not interested.
5: Yeah,
6: but we can't not befriend her.
5: (laughs) I mean, it could also be the case that like, I try to politely, you know, excuse myself and then fail. And then she's harder to influence in the future because I snubbed Mm. her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not bad. It's a 10 for a
0: 19. Hmm. You come up with a quick excuse, probably going to the, uh, hey, I do want to have a chance to talk around and maybe scope out the competition. I am taking place in the tournament here shortly. Mm. Um, <laughs> at which point she's like, ooh, a fighting man. Um, and oh. then, you know, <laughs> goes she does make you swear uh-huh. that you will come and join her for tea once you're settled in. Oh, very swear well. on your honor. Yes. I mean, oh. I... I
5: I feel like it's still dangerous, but joining her for tea is not a promise for anything more than tea.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
5: uh, very well. She's
1: not a contract devil. Guys. And can managed to get
0: out of there without insulting her. So okay. Oh, go. actually, I will allow you, if you so wish, to make me an ultra nobility because you did interact with her oh. directly.
5: But yes, I'm afraid I do have uh, other engagements, including the tournament.
0: So I must. Of be... course, of course, I will be cheering for you. Ah, I appreciate someone needs to knock O'Kear off his horse. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know if I'm that good, but I'll try
5: my best. No one has been in 10 years.
6: Verity desperately (laughs) wants to be this one.
3: Watch it be Verity.
5: Yeah, could very well be. I would love it to be Verity. Uh, That is a 15 for a 27 on knowledge and ability. I could do that. That is a good
0: roll. Yeah. Um, So you actually, you do know a little bit about her situation and a bit about, uh, maybe a bit about her family. Mm. Oliver, you managed to to remove Mm -hmm. yourself from that situation. Uh, there's a brief lull as uh, kind of all of you reconvene back together, uh, splitting back off from your respective locations. Felix departing from Lady Peril, uh, Gwen pulling away from uh, uh, Count Lothied, Oliver managing to escape the crab-like pinchers of uh, <laughs> Lady Crab. <laughs> Faraday and Cornelius pulling away from uh, Okira and uh, the Baroness uh, Voynum, the other two barons in attendance here. Uh, since the mm-hmm. barons went and talked to the barons. They're like, we can understand. We're all barons here. <laughs> I had a much better time. Oops, all barons. Well, um, that was that was certainly
5: a time.
1: You look flustered. Are you all right? <laughs> Are there wedding bells flustered. in our future?
5: Oh, God, I hope <laughs> not. I haven't met her daughter yet, admittedly. Yeah. So, But um, judging by Lady Crab, she's probably very young.
4: Hmm.
5: Any of you looking over,
0: she's the sad-looking girl in the corner.
4: Oh, I do feel bad for her, it. but like I am
5: like, pushing 40, so it's gotta no, that's be somebody creepy. else. We don't like that one. Yeah, but. as, yeah, as no. a side note,
0: she, uh, she is 20. Okay, well... Great. She's half so, your no. age, all of half her. Half your yeah. age, but yes. <laughs> no, no. It's no, not no. like she's, like, 15 or something like that. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah, that goodness good. gracious.
3: Yeah, thank goodness.
2: Well, I did go and talk to uh, Baroness Voynum. To say she is suspicious of us uh, would be a slight understatement. Uh, she did immediately ask me as to our intentions uh, and how exactly we came to want to uh, acquire the Betany estate. Uh, so Ugh. Felix, I would imagine that she shall at some point come and find you um, in order to get the truth of it.
1: Bartleby is also rather suspicious about why we have all come here and why several of us were at the gala since our homes are so far away from Opara.
6: It was a historical yeah. vote. Mm-hmm. True. Well, his,
0: uh, his question didn't seem to be so much why all of you were there. His question seems to have been how you got an invitation. Yeah, Because it, it was an invite only. Like, yeah, well, I mean it, like well, I don't it think he was
5: accusatory. He was
0: just more surprised no. that um, yeah, we got invitations. Fair.
1: So he yeah. might ask you about it. So come up with something about why you had an invitation.
0: That doesn't involve his bastard sister?
1: Yeah. Mm. An old friend. <laughs> Do you know all of my friends? No. Shush. Felix and I get a pass on that one since we have senators as relatives. But
5: it's mm,
0: going to be.
6: <laughs> There's a course senator.
0: I think there is too, but I'm not positive.
2: Uh, I was going to say, we don't have a list of all. What is it? Like 200 something senators. Uh, I
6: hope that one's not dead. A lot fewer dead. now.
2: Also, I
1: recognized you. Earl Yonder once I got a uh, closer look at him. We actually mm. went to the Kith together for about three years. He's mm. supposedly one of the High closest friends. So oh. we may want to just yes. keep an eye
6: on him. Uh, right. it sounds like you already have an in.
2: <laughs> well, I, I believe she was implying that we do not need uh, to necessarily um, try to convince him if he is so close with uh, Pytherius.
3: It means that Pytherius has a spy here.
1: He was talking to Bartleby when I approached. I wouldn't be surprised if he's here to try to make sure the Count is going to hold his ground against the
6: princess. Mm. Well, as far as O'Kira, I mean he's much the same as he was. His daughter's delightful, if obviously a handful. <laughs> Most children are. Yes. Oh she's she spun wild tales. It was it was entertaining, honestly.
5: <laughs> I will say one thing about Lady Crab. I remember hearing some stories um, when I was doing a bit of uh, looking into things on our way over here, and uh, she is a patron of the arts, so Gwen, you might actually have some inroads there. But moreover, there was recently a tragedy that struck both her and, and her daughter. I'm unaware of what the nature of that tragedy is, but a lot of people have been talking about it. There's some hmm. sort of dark moment or presence or something that's influenced them recently.
4: Hmm.
1: Well, maybe I'll go have a chat with her, see what I can suss out. Also, I do have a son around her daughter's
5: age. Maybe that would work. I don't know.
6: Might I suggest, Oliver, that you speak with uh, Baron O'Kara? I mean, he's also a military man. And Mm. while we are on friendly terms, I find him incredibly difficult to read for some reason that I can't quite put my finger on.
0: Fair enough. I'd be glad to.
6: A.K.A. my dice hate me when I (laughs) deal with them.
0: (laughs) I learned from the gala. I'm not going to just keep throwing myself against this wall.
6: <laughs> I
1: mean, we're friendly. We're great. It's just he's a lot. And am going to, mention to Cornelius that Bartleby does have an inclination towards the arcane. So go talk magic shenanigans.
5: I say, have you read Transfiguration Weekly? <laughs> <laughs> there is still one person we need to figure out, but I guess we'll figure out who that is. The it
1: might be the Inquisitor, the High Inquisitor. Uh,
5: the mm. Tribune's the other one that I might think. But yeah, one yeah. of those two.
1: yeah. Because she's the temporary tribune of the area we're taking over. So, her, you know, it's might Technically be her. speaking,
0: um, as a temporary tribune or an honorary tribune is her proper mm. title. She's not even nobility. Mm. Mm. She has no rank or station here. And judging by the right. fact that no one is talking to her, mm. you think that she's here out of a political obligation.
1: One other thing before we break. Right. Martella mentioned that. Her cousin Titus was here and was a bit of a bully, so I had assumed that he was one of Bartleby's lackeys. but Bartleby seems to dislike him, mm. so I'm oh. not sure what's going on there. Why Might Martello worth... would seem to think he had some sort of influence here.
5: Mm. Might be worth talking with him, just to see if there's something going on beyond what's apparent. So many mysteries. Eh. Yes.
3: And this is why I don't play politics in Opara.
5: Hmm. <laughs> So why I don't play politics at all, usually, but you're needs must. You're both playing
6: politics and have done so in Opara, so I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Yes. Well, just because they played the game doesn't mean they like it.
6: Yeah. Oh, I used to love the game, but
1: I've gotten rusty, shaking off the dust as it seems. I mean, I continue to love the game.
3: I hate the game because why can't we just do what we need to do? Exactly. Why is it a constant dance?
6: This is okay. terrible.
5: <laughs> Enough with the preamble, get on with the amble, that's what I say. But...
6: Exactly. <laughs> Ernie just shakes her head at you. All right, I'm going to go talk to this half-elf. I want to speak to the Tribune.
2: I will talk to Bartleby.
6: Gwen's going
1: to go talk with Lady Crab.
5: And I will talk with uh, Baron Okira. And break.
6: Everybody run before Crab. Oh, no. <laughs>
4: <Run before> Crab- <laughs> <you>. She got <laughs> me a <can. laughs> like, is just on the way to grab Bartleby, and
2: she just swoops in. It's like, dang
6: it.
0: <laughs> so I suppose you, uh, you all take a moment. You gather yourselves. You scatter um, after kind of conferring with one another.
1: Is this 15-minute intervals again, or is it... Every
0: period is an hour. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's an hour. Okay. Yes.
6: So it's now, so 11, it is now o'clock. 11 o'clock. And we have to leave at what time to get ready? No.
0: The tournament prep look. begins at noon. So you'll have... This will be your last round for the breakfast, at which point you'll have to go into the tournament. Ah,
4: mm-hmm. very well.
0: Okay. Um, basically, the tournament prep period is a period that you can't do any socializing or anything like that because everyone's getting prepared for the tournament.
6: Sure.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say either you're getting into your riding outfits and and all of that, or you're getting into your su- your outdoorsy summer outfits so you you're can be seen. You're painting your
6: face with your knight of choice, and you're you yeah.
2: know, preparing. <laughs> your <laughs> lines. Yes, everybody has their specific sections they sit in with specific <laughs> colors for each of the nights, Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> they bring around the turkey leg. <laughs> Ooh.
3: Yeah. Oh man, I could go. Technically for a turkey speaking, leg. for
0: those of you not persis- participating in the tournament, you're still going to be wearing your uh, courtiers outfit for this next mm. portion because mm. it's getting a lighter outfit. It's not time for dinner yet. Mm. <laughs> so you scatter. Verity, you make your way over. Wait a couple of moments until, again, as previously described, Sir Ghoul is a, a, ghoul. a tall man. He's ghoulish.
6: He could
3: be. We don't know. Mm. He might be delightful.
0: Again, he might be a vampire.
3: <laughs> Judging oh, by yeah. the reactions of people in Duloc, I don't agree. <laughs>
0: um, you may make me a local check. Oh, great. He's too low ranking of a noble to use nobility.
6: Okay. 16 for 21.
0: Not bad. The 16 for 21. You don't know a great deal, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, um, other than the fact that he has been a loyal servant of the Lothied family for years. No one's quite positive how old he is, although as a half-elf he does, of course, age um, slower than humans do. But he was the Seneschal when you were here previously, and now he appears to be the um, acting tribune for uh, Lothedar, even though you were aware that uh, the ter- the title of tribune still belongs to Count Lothid he is somehow related to the Lothied family um, as a lowborn bastard of a Lothied family member Mm. although whom you're not quite positive Uh, obviously they didn't recognize his noble title or anything like that and didn't even give him the title of lord Wow! Mm. but they do seem to have kept him on
6: Hmm. Okay.
0: the man glances in your direction as you begin to approach inclines his head in a very gracious bow
6: good morning good morning I wanted to pay my respects. I hear we have you to thank for how smoothly this event is going.
0: I only do what I can. It is, of course, my Lord Lothid that arranges all of these matters.
6: Of course. Uh Uh-huh. We also had the pleasure of staying in Lothidar, which is a beautiful town.
0: Thank you. It requires constant upkeep. Of course. Constant surveillance, more like. But I'm glad to see that it is (laughs) recognized.
6: Oh, yes, it is. It's certainly not easy to make things as orderly as we always wish they would be. So I do commend you on on your work here.
0: It's true. My faith tells me that structure is the most important thing. One cannot build a foundation without proper blueprints and without workmen willing to follow orders.
6: Yes, of course.
2: And without a healthy surveillance state.
6: Hey, hey, I'm Don't want to make control, sure they're I'm taking two
5: long
0: <laughs> <of> breaks. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yes, they get their 215s and that's it.
5: <laughs>
0: no sitting while you're at the counter. Yeah. Like, I always hated those. He's rules. basically like a Amazon uh, warehouse manager. Yeah. Oh, uh. So you're the new additions to the fine noble establishment of this county.
6: Ah, yes. I am um, currently assisting Countess Felix Zespire. I have a bit of a way with. Legal documents and paperwork, so I hope to be of service.
0: I see. Will you be participating in the tournament today?
6: I will, although I hear uh, Baron O'Kara is the one to beat, so I suppose I'll have to see if I can do that.
0: I am certain that you will do quite well. I have never faced them on the tourney. I do not ride. Although my lieutenant will be participating. Ah, who? Sir Gotius. She is a capable on the back of horses. Wonderful. Despite my heritage, he just smiles or quirks a smile. I find that animals tend to uh, have a certain dislike for me.
6: Because you're a vampire. Yes, of course. (laughs) 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 The more
2: we learn, the theory is is bulking up into Mm an actual, not theory, but a fact.
0: If I may be so bold, my lady. Sure. I am excited to see your rematch against Lord Darahan. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, God, that's he right, us. he was, us? Here. He oh, was here when we were
5: children.
0: He was the Seneschal when you were yeah. here 26 yeah. years yeah. ago. I'm just surprised he remembers us is the only thing.
6: I will be over the moon if I happen to unseat him again.
0: Mm. That was an exciting time. Mm. I wish that the Grand Prince had been willing to stay here subsequently, but I do not understand all the obligations, of course, that you and your noble brethren must attend to and i'm certain that being grand prince is even that much more if he worked even a fraction of what count Lothied does i am certain that he was constantly busy
6: please can I sense, sense the motive? motive that statement you can sense motive if you wish does he actually think Lothied works
2: does work yeah i was going to say is that is that well the problem is also he's an inquisitor so he gets heck
0: of bonuses i think even to blah i know that's so. going to be a pain the man is an enigma <laughs> Although, oh, yes. I will give it to you with the quirk at the corner of his lips. You're not positive if everything is some sort of semi-sardonic joke to him. Mm. Mm. But you okay. do get this constant feeling of vague sarcasm.
6: He gives off Dracula vibes. Uh, I also I give like a, a half smile and I say, Ah, oh, yes, all nobles work very hard and in the interest of their people as they should always.
0: He casts a side glance in the direction of Lady Crab. Uh, <laughs> hey, at know, least he's got Crab's number. Oh,
6: man. I did hear that something rather unfortunate befell Lady Crab, though I am new to the region. I don't know what it is.
0: Of course. But that is her story. And it would be uncouth of me to discuss the matters of my betters. Okay. Okay.
1: But... Now that was sarcasm. I was going <laughs> to say that, that
2: felt so sarcastic. <laughs> Dripping, you might say.
0: Sir Gerseran is not one of the individuals that you need to influence. Okay. Mm. Um, however, you may make a diplomacy check with him if you so wish.
6: I will, because I actually kind of think he's fun. I love a snarky half-elf, like, I hate all these nobles guy. That's pretty fun. Mm. Diplomacy? I'm going to get a 14 for a 22.
0: The 22? Mm. You think you may have moved him to indifferent. No. Oh. <laughs> he starts as hostile? Okay, then. He starts as right. unfriendly. Oh, he starts mm-hmm. as unfriendly. Okay, I'll hostile take it. Hostile would mean different. he'd probably be shooting you, but... Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> I'll
3: take indifferent, that's something. Yeah, that's, that is something.
0: (laughs) I don't hate your guts is a pretty good thing. Yeah. But elsewhere, uh, Cornelius, you make your way over. At the time, Bartleby is uh, still kind of overseeing everything that's going on here, making introductions and all the rest of that. Earl uh, Mercundus, um, Yander Mercundus, whom uh, I've been speaking to previously, is nowhere to be seen, actually, right now.
4: Hmm.
0: Well, that's cool, because I don't even know who that guy is. The count turns, nods to you as you approach. It seems like a a morning for catching up with old friends. How are (laughs) we, my fine lord?
2: I'm doing quite well, and uh, from what I understand, you have uh, pursued the magical arts, much as I have and uh, Count Darahan.
0: There is no individual amongst House Lothi that is not capable of casting some magic.
4: Mm. Mm. You do come from a very strong
2: lineage. Mm. I had the pleasure of speaking with uh, your uncle Panavar at the uh, Exaltation Gala before... Well, that turned
0: into a disaster. Ah, you had the chance to speak to my uncle. He pauses, sips his tea. Sense motive. How does he feel about his uncle? Glances back. I trust it was an enlightening conversation.
1: I have a feeling Panavar doesn't talk to Bartleby very much. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Maybe not.
2: Yes, uh, just as it was all those long years ago when he gave us a lesson. Uh, Yes, he is a quite skilled and accomplished teacher. Is
3: that sarcasm? (laughs)
2: I was going to say, how many sense motive rolls am I up to now? Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you have been pursuing the arcane arts yourself?
2: Yes, though uh, mostly in a uh, a research capacity. Um, I'm (gasps) not quite the, uh, well, uh, battle mage or member of the Arcanist Guild. I focus much more on uh,
0: theoretical research and publishing papers. You shouldn't sell yourself short. That is all complex and difficult to master as it is.
2: Oh, quite, but... Less renown tends to be given to the academics, I find.
0: Mm. It is because society is blind. They are uh, obsessed with the flash, the, the pomp of uh, a fireball, a lightning bolt, something like that. Mm-hmm. Quite. But they don't understand the subtle intricacies of magic. My own training for years has focused on this, uh, shall we say, the flashier side, the more more um, if you'll pardon the joke, the more evocative side of magic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I jokes. see what you
0: did there. No, you had quite the chance to uh, to focus on the type of magic that you wanted to. And I applaud that. I wish we were all given so many opportunities.
2: Oh, is he a magus who doesn't want to
0: be a magus? What? What have you been studying recently? I'd be very curious to know what they're talking about in the, uh, the salons of Opara.
2: Well, unfortunately, I didn't have much of a chance to uh, discuss anything in, in Opara, given the, uh, my late arrival, actually, before the gala. And then, well, the aftermath didn't lend itself to uh, such conversation, as you might imagine.
0: Well, and he glances about the room. For a moment, his smile falters. Mm. Yes, so often we find ourselves surrounded by such idle chatter and noise. Not the intellectual discussions that we would hope to have.
2: I take it there is not a magical academy anywhere
0: nearby? (laughs) No, no. Lady Crab used to run a conservatory of a sort. And occasionally would produce some bards of uh, of great skill. Both magically speaking as well as uh, of intellectual merit. But that has been some time. I've considered pursuing other courses, but... (sighs) My responsibilities here keep me constrained from following that. Perhaps if, uh, if my uncle should ever so decide to retire, he could take up the mantle of Lord of Merritt County and I could pursue something along those lines. But in the oh. meantime, let me simply say that I am pleased to have someone of, a, uh, of an arcane and intellectual bent here to uh, vary up my usual conversations.
3: Oh, so he feels <laughs> kind of trapped here. I don't think he wants to be here.
0: Mm.
2: And he would so, like to be doing some of the more academic stuff. And I feel like I need to open a magic college now. Yeah, <laughs> you can
0: go ahead and see. Uh, you can either attempt to research uh, either his biases, strengths, or weaknesses if you're wanting to get the bonuses. Because, again, those do grant you bonuses on checks. Um, or just roll into an influence check. Uh, you know what? I'm going to roll
2: into an influence check because uh, I felt like we were doing pretty good on the arcana there. Come on, dice. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. man. That is a 13 for a 24. Hey, that's pretty good. A
0: 24 is a success. Um, And in fact, a 24 does exceed the DC by five, which actually grants you two successes. I'll take them. I like being useful in this. (laughs) Which has started to shift his view. Cool. Um, As he is currently indifferent, um, you have started to move the needle with him.
2: Okay. Awesome. I like there being magic people here. So does he. Yeah, (laughs) I was going to say clearly he does too.
0: Uh, so from Cornelius, we make our way over to uh, to Gwen. Uh, Gwen, you circle around. You begin to approach uh, uh, Lady Crab, who seems to be in a conversation with a young, um, let me just grab her here, a real thin hell girl looking. You can't tell if she's has resting sad face oh. <laughs> or if she's actually just sad. Oh, She seems almost like nervous or surprised as you begin to approach the two of them. Honestly, you can't imagine considering the vibrancy, considering the boisterousness, considering the room-filling presence that is her mother. You cannot imagine more of a departure between a mother and daughter than this pair. To be fair, it's hard
2: to it's hard to breathe when your mother takes up the entire room of where
0: she is. Yeah. Mm. But Lady Crab turns, smiles. You are Viscountess Kastner.
1: I am. And you are Lady Crab. And... I would assume this is your daughter.
0: Sepsinia steps forward, bows at the waist, uh, curtsies. I am Dame Sepsinia Crab. Her mother waits for a long second, kind of looks down at her. It is a pleasure to meet you. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. Clearly she didn't get the the decorum beat into her
2: quite enough like we did as kids.
1: Don't worry so much about the formalities. It's a party.
0: She nods, glancing back out towards the window, staring off in the... basically the direction of all the birds outside lady crab smiles and shakes her head you'll have to pardon sepsinia she doesn't sleep very well um Uh, this is very early for her oh typical teenager sleep until noon
3: she's 20
0: wait a second
1: i found myself to be quite the night owl when i was attending the kith i quite understand
0: Uh, you attended the kith that is something i hadn't realized are you a performer an actress? I, a musician? I
1: sing, actually.
0: You sing? Oh, I would love to hear your singing. I, again, am the uh, the tribune, as it were, to a very small town. Uh, perhaps you've heard of it, at the very least, most. Uh, it's a little bit north and uh, west from here.
1: Well, I had heard that you were fond of the arts, so I thought we might get along.
0: I am certain that we will get along swimmingly. <laughs> uh, in fact, my husband founded the Crab Conservatory.
1: Oh, do you still have a conservatory there?
0: Uh, we do. It is not quite the... Um, it's been difficult to maintain it. So it's not quite the, uh, the grandiose affair that it once was. Although we do still train a number of uh, musicians and uh, rather skilled up-and-comers. Giving the opportunity for the common person to embrace the, uh, the music uh, lifestyle what the goddess would want. She points up towards uh, and staring down at you from the ceiling.
2: Oh, she follows
0: Shalin I need to meet her.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and not do you, <laughs> you perform or indulge in the arts at all?
0: Uh, I'm sorry? She turns back, seemingly having just realized you were talking to her.
1: Quinn gives her a soft smile. She's asking do if you... you
0: perform. Oh, yes, um, I sang.
1: Past tense? Do you enjoy it?
0: Um, Not as much recently, but...
1: I'm terribly sorry to hear that. Sometimes events happen in our life that change the nature of the song.
0: Yes. Sepsenia is a quiet girl. Um, So what about you, Lady Kastner? What are you doing here?
1: Oh, I have friends with Countess Aspire. And when she discovered um, that she she had a claim on the old Betany estate. Ah, yes. After the events in Opara, it seems like a nice place to... Get away for a while and help bring the area back up to, well, improvements.
0: You know, I spoke with Count Darhan um, just recently, a little bit earlier, and uh, he agreed, rather graciously, to to come and have tea. I would be thrilled if you'd be willing to come and perhaps I could get some of the students for the conservatory to do a performance for you.
1: And that sounds lovely.
0: She kind of steps in. (laughs) <laughs> it's that, like, half-step thing of, like, parents when they know that their children generally aren't paying attention, considering her daughter mm-hmm. is just staring vacantly out the window again. Yeah. Oof. What
6: happened to this girl?
0: I was wondering, how eligible is Lord Darahan? <laughs> <laughs> She's shooting I'm straight for the top.
1: <laughs> not entirely sure that Oliver is looking for marriage at the moment. Um, I do have a son around Sepsinia's age. He's currently squiring with my brother, but I'm sure it could be arranged for him to come visit.
0: That would be quite interesting. Um She's like I need to find information on this first. Your son would be a lord then.
1: Yes, and should hopefully inherit after well let's just say um pending certain events. Gwen says, not talking about like her dying, but yes.
2: <laughs> you know? Slash can't like can he even inherit like be some weird
0: stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I was hoping to find someone a little bit, um, if, if I could be completely honest with you, I, I was hoping to find someone that would be able to um, uh, take care of Sepsinia.
1: I assure you, the Castners, though, our title is not as grandiose as us some. We do well for ourselves.
0: It, more someone who has uh, a land and title now.
1: To send her to
0: an estate. If you don't as mind me
1: asking, why is that so imperative?
0: I simply think the um, the seasons here, I don't believe, agree with Sepsinia, and so I would love if uh, if she were to find someone who had a, a home of their own, perhaps someplace where the uh, the atmosphere agrees a bit more with her.
2: Interesting.
5: I feel like she needs a change of pace. Or trying to get her out of town.
0: She would yeah. be more
1: than welcome on my lands. It's where my son lives and what he is set to
0: inherit. Again, I, I mean nothing against this your This is son. really
1: dodgy of her, and I'm trying to
6: figure out why. I think something's haunting this girl at night here, and she needs to not... Oh, my God. Circle is a vampire. He sucks her blood at night. That's- <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together. Get the string board out.
0: I mean, the only problem is the fact that he is standing in a room full of windows during you know, the day. You know, you know, details.
2: <laughs> yes. he's, a da- he's a damn fear.
5: I have a different theory, actually, but mm-hmm. I wonder.
1: Well, it was just an idea. I'm sorry for. Offending.
0: No, no, no. And I will keep it in mind. Um, you do understand, of course, uh, being a mother such as you are, but. Um, Wanting what's best for your child,
6: Gwyn's son is too good for this random girl.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gwyn's trying not to be super offended right now. <laughs> She's a little offended.
0: Um, are you wanting to do a discovery and influence? What are we filling?
1: I guess a discovery to try to figure out what. Yeah, I was
0: you know. looking for out the anything. influence checks: uh, weakness, strength, biases. I guess the influence check. All right. So, if you're wanting to try to uh, determine influence here, uh, that would be a sense motive.
1: Uh, I rolled an 11 for a 25.
0: Yeah, influencing her is relatively straightforward. That being said, uh, so basically you're under the impression that, uh, one, she does enjoy wordplay. Um, so bluff works quite well. She is also a notorious rumor monger. <laughs> um, and as such, that Knowledge right. Local works quite well. Mm-hmm. Any performance impresses her. So All perform right. for any performance skill because she is a lover of the arts. Uh, In addition to that, uh, praise or knowledge nobility would both work, although not quite as well, as well as diplomacy if all of those fell. There is a special caveat with uh, Lady Crab, however, Mm -hmm. as failing an influence check by 10 or more means that you have made some form of grievous etiquette error, Mm. which eliminates one of your accumulated successes. Ah, Interesting. So she can kind of hold her grudge a bit.
3: Can you list off those influences again?
0: Uh, But yeah, you do have a, I guess at this point, awkward conversation.
3: Yeah,
1: that's really suspicious. And Gwen is like, well, screw (laughs) you too, lady.
6: My son's too good for you. She's made Gwen unfriendly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Elsewhere, Felix, you make your way over approach towards uh, a woman that has thus far been kind of standing separately from everyone else. Felix has spent a lot of time with a variety of people of less noble standing. Yes. And as such, you can immediately get that feel as you approach her because her plate has like three times as many like snacks and uh, breakfast <laughs> things as everyone else does.
2: <laughs> she doesn't know the proper amount to not look like you're you know committing a faux pas.
5: No, I, I don't think she cares. Nobody's yeah, paying attention. Cares? She'll be out of no job, one seems like... to be paying much
0: attention to her. Yeah. I
5: wish I could be her
0: right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Ross's dream to be uh, invisible at the buffet.
0: <laughs> With so much food. Yes. <laughs> uh, the woman in question is a a rather tall woman. It's difficult to tell exactly how old she is. Um, as you approach closer, okay. you can see that um, much like Sir Ghoul, she appears to be a woman of half-elven heritage. Uh, judging by the cheekbones, the angular features, the pointed ears. Uh, you suppose as you're a little bit further north, that becomes a little bit more common as you're at least geographically slightly closer to uh, uh, Keonan and where the elves are, even though that's still like a thousand miles away. But you are 150 miles closer to it. That being (laughs) said, she she is obviously wearing the nicest clothing that she has, uh, which would be something that the standard noble would not be caught like sleeping in. It is a rather nice dress.
3: Not everybody can afford that.
0: Uh, Her hair is uh, black. It is not done up in any way, such as, I mean, even yours is, um, as you took the time to, like, make sure your hairdo was right and all the rest of that this morning. It is simply tied back. And she has the general expression of someone that does not want to be here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Beyond that, she's uh, fairly muscular. Um, Not in that fighter way or someone that works out, but more in the someone who's probably constantly doing something with their hands. Um, oh, lifting okay. things all the rest of that somebody has to work for a living Yeah,
2: instead of just being a noble it just sits around
0: um, again you would peg her to be a woman in her mid to late 20s although okay. again being a half elf she could be twice your age
3: and she's tribune of statues right
0: uh, honorary tribune of statues Okay. yes the woman glances over you curiously as you approach kind of finishes like does that thing where she's half eating something and then just stuffs it in her mouth and very quickly chews and then sips some tea
3: Oh, don't rush on my account.
0: Okay. She reaches down and picks up another <laughs> thing.
2: It is refreshing right. when you find somebody who's not a noble at these things.
0: Um, I wasn't expecting someone to come talk to me.
3: Uh, why is that?
0: She kind of glances once around, gestures oh. to the room at large, gestures I to mean, herself.
3: Well, you're actually ex- the ex- exact person I wanted to come talk to, so take that for what you will.
0: You're the new tenant.
3: I am Indeed.
0: Well, technically speaking, you're not a tenant at all. It's like, I'm the new owner, actually. But um, <laughs> Ah, um, well, I'm Onara Sycom, and uh, I suppose I work for you.
3: Uh, or I guess I, I did work for you. What do you mean by that?
0: Well, if you're back, then you're Tribune, right? So uh, I'm not Tribune anymore.
3: Well, I'm not about to just oust you from your position, especially since I probably need your help more than anyone's.
0: Oh, that's... Huh.
5: Okay. <laughs> I was not expecting that.
3: I'm Felix, happy by about the way. That or sad. <laughs> yeah, so say, can I sense motive on that?
0: <laughs> Honestly, you just get the impression that she's surprised that you're considering her. Okay. Or her fil- feelings in the matter at all, um, or even considering her worth as a, as an employee. You don't think it has anything to do with her own view on her own self-worth. More, you think her view of the people here.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Ah, okay. So how long have you been Tribune of Statues?
0: <sighs> Technically, five years. Uh, but my husband was tribune before me, and uh, when he got sick about seven years ago, I started taking over a lot of the duties. But I didn't receive the title until five years ago when he passed.
3: Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that.
0: Um, thank you. Uh, Moran was very loyal to his people and to the town, and I've done what I can. But I am not a... uh, uh stuffy noble? <sighs> yes. Um, <laughs> Felix, I think you said it was.
3: It is, yes.
0: I'll be honest, I um, I run the Wolf's Whisker, which is the town's bar. Public house, technically. Heck yeah. And uh, really the only institution left in statues. So I basically got the job because my husband had the job and no one else wanted it. And I was the only person with any authority left. Or enough money to afford a horse to bring me here. So that I can stand here and hope that the aristocracy doesn't forget that statues exists.
3: Well, if it makes you feel better, I'm hoping to put statues back on the map, and I really could use your help with that.
0: That is surprising, and I—I uh, mean, regardless, you're in charge of the town now. You technically own it. I don't really want this job, so um, <laughs> you're welcome to be Tribune. Your um, Tribune ship. <laughs> and I would be happy to take back on uh, my old jobs, which was again, um, I'm still technically bartender. I'm also town sheriff because
2: my God, no one everything. else to do the job. This city needs
0: some help. I'm also the only place with a cellar that we can lock people.
2: <laughs> There's not even a
1: proper
0: jail. Oh, no. I mean,
1: it's a little Hamlet. Why yeah. would it have yeah. a
2: proper jail? You put and them all in the stuff. stocks. That's the best this place isn't to the keep the them. the Wild West. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit I was suspicious with uh, you coming here. And uh, I'm not over my suspicions, but you, uh, you talk a good game. A better game than anyone else here does.
3: Well, I've been around the block, so... I've seen probably more than most of the uptight nobles here. I actually uh, had a very good lesson in uh, life. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. And it's made me more sympathetic to everyone else and less sympathetic to people of my own station, which is probably an issue in and of itself.
0: If I can be blunt. um,
3: I encourage it, in fact.
0: Felix, my experience with nobles thus far has been... uh... A majority of your kind are opportunistic and thieving.
3: And you and would be correct. I
0: look forward to you proving me wrong. <laughs>
3: I will take that challenge. And I
0: hope to prove you wrong. Gee, knots. So, Honorary Tribune Onara Sycam is in fact your fifth target. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Unfortunately, due to uh, her general dislike of nobility, she does start as unfriendly. But uh, yeah, you're opening the fair. door there. There we go. So you may either attempt a blind influence check, or attempt to uh, a research thing to discover her biases, her strengths, her weaknesses, or what influence checks could influence her.
3: Uh I would like to see what influence checks, or what would influence
0: her. All right. Um. So you may make a knowledge, local, or sense motive.
3: I will go with sense motive, and I will I will use another one of my uh, uh silver tongued haggler marks. Oh, nice. nice. Come on, come on, come on! Give me that net twenty. Oh, so close, but I will take it. That is a 19 wow. for a 34. Yeah, wow.
0: Wow. 34. You do get a good read for her while you're chatting her up for the next hour or so. First off, she is concerned with local concerns and mm. also is a salt of the earth uh, individual. We've the um, right as person. such, she can be influenced with uh, knowledge local or knowledge nature or profession okay. farmer, um, as that mm. was her previous occupation before becoming a bartender. Uh, In addition to that, um, both of those, or sorry, all of those can be done at DC 13, um, as she very much responds to people that are actually willing to talk about, in her opinion, quote unquote, real
4: things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) However, she can also be influenced via perception, as she actually has a great deal more faith in people who are detail oriented.
4: Okay. As well as
0: perform oratory, if you do have that, um, as she can be swayed by very good speeches, (laughs) as well as survival. Mm. All of those can be done at a DC-18. If you're going to attempt to uh, smooth talk or diplomacy her, um, she can be. Those were both done at a DC-22, as she does not respond quite as well to uh, honeyed words. Yeah, I actually have a good knowledge local. Yeah, there you go. And so while Felix is having that good conversation, we cut over to uh, Oliver, who I suppose is making his way over towards uh, Baron O'Kara, who gives him a a nod as he approaches. Ah, Baron O'Kara. Count Darhan. Yes. I'd
5: been speaking with Baroness Corsina. She uh, told me that you were here and that, uh, that you were the one to beat in the list today.
0: <laughs> ah, you're a writer.
5: Yes, indeed. A uh, bit rusty, but, you know, hopefully my hands are still
0: skilled enough. Well, I would be happy to face you on the tilt. And the implication I got from Lady Corsina was that I would be seeing her on the field as well.
5: Absolutely. Uh... Funny story, she actually bested me the last time we were here,
0: so... The same tilt. uh, I might say that uh, she's the one to watch as well. Well, I've always heard the odds are in the favor of the Darhan, but... uh, uh, May I introduce my daughter? Hmm. Lady Silly. Hello. Lady O'Kara, I'm Count Oliver Darhan. A pleasure to meet you. Darhan, Darhan, you're monster hunters, isn't that right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Many of us are, yes. She's like, you're my people.
5: (laughs) Are you here to hunt monsters? Of a sort, I suppose, yes. Of a sort. (laughs) People monsters. Well, I do find uh, these balls to be rather monstrous sometimes. Ah, she narrows her
0: eyes, looks around. The most dangerous game.
4: <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh,
2: we, yes. we
3: have any listeners who have not read the most dangerous game? You should very go good read it story.
2: That's a that's Indeed. a very good one. Even I was, was going to say. I think, uh,
4: I
0: think Rachel. I think everyone else is throwing out all the short stories this I'm time. Story <laughs> story. It is
2: it is a weird episode because
5: of I that. Yes, I am
3: a lit major. Yeah, the problem too. is, is you just beat me to it most oh, of the I time. Oh, I see. I
5: apologize. <laughs> uh, Oliver does laugh at this and uh, extends a hand. Charmed.
0: Uh, she so you clasps your arm in a traditional, like military fashion, and shakes mm. it.
6: Ah, predator handshake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to it. And uh, besides, if you're going to be hunting some monsters, who do we have some monsters in this area? Hmm. I heard tell of a general. <laughs> ah, the general. The general's not, I think, that bad of a guy. I mean, I did hear <laughs> that he single-handedly sunk an entire noble yacht once. But <laughs> I think that they had it coming for something. I don't know if remember the story. <laughs> There was a one-eyed, half-deaf beggar man that told me. Oh, interesting.
6: <laughs> I love her. I love her so and much. what was
0: this beggar man's name? Uh, Josem. Huh. I've never met a Josem. Oh, you wouldn't. <coughs> uh, he moved. <laughs> <laughs> I see.
4: <laughs> okay. But I mean, oh.
0: there's, um, there's the Iron Lash. Uh, That's it's an evil manticore that's been flying around here and murdering people. Mm. What? Um, There's. um, Oh, I heard that there's a tree that eats people. Um, There's. um, Oh, I heard that there's a a big horse that will trample you if you get lost in the woods. You're talking about the send point devil. That's far from here. (laughs) No, 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 no. We we have our own. uh, The Merritt County devil. Uh Oh, I (laughs) see. The local
2: knockoff version. Clearly. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, there's the cat that slips into your room at night and steals your socks Um, not really monstrous so much just kind of annoying I think that's just a normal cat I believe I have that cat at home actually and the usual you know trolls Hmm. bugbears there hasn't been a bugbear spotted in the bugbear wood in a thousand years well yes they're famously sneaky
5: (laughs) (laughs) actually I think they are technically I think they do get a bonus on stealth yeah (laughs) I mean, she does have something of a point there. They are difficult to spot
0: at times. And we're famous for our Goluvixes. I'm sorry, what? Do I know what that even is? <laughs> uh, you may make an Arcana. I sure. didn't know what that was. All right, I remember you can even get a bonus to this hand.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's a plus two if I'm trying to identify a monster. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a 16 <laughs> for a 28. I'll give it to you. Here, I'll, I'll even tell it because it is amusing. <laughs> a Goluvix is an actual creature. They are a puckish magical creature that resembles a cross between a fox and a flamboyant rooster. Uh, it's basically <laughs> a rooster's body with a fox's head. Huh. They are cunning and stealthy and slothful. Uh, Galuvix's see no reason to hunt wild game when they can simply infiltrate nearby chicken coops and eat their fill. If oh. confronted, a Galuvix <laughs> defends itself with a shrieking magical bark and then flees. Um, when on the prowl, however, they are social creatures and sometimes bond with humanoids who are willing to lavish them with attention and mills. They'll mm-hmm. often reward them with magical eggs.
5: <laughs> with <laughs> magical eggs. Well, okay. <laughs> that Wait. is what you
0: know pertaining towards the Galuvix.
2: I was going to say, uh, part of her story suddenly does seem like she might have actually seen one of
5: these.
6: Lost a I'll finger to it? I'll be sure
5: to um, keep our chicken coops secure then. Thank, Thank you for
0: letting us know. Absolutely. In case it becomes pertinent later, you get three questions pertaining towards GaluVixes.
4: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Who knows?
0: We're never going to remember that. I'll try. I will make a point to remember that. But you are here with uh, Lord O'Kara, so you may make a uh, a discovery check or an influence check, depending on what you'd like to do. I almost feel like I spent more time talking with his daughter than him, That's how it but is.
5: Uh, yeah. But still, um, I will attempt a discovery check. I think. Okay. Uh, would you like to learn biases,
0: strengths, weaknesses, or influence? Uh, influence skills, All right. please. Uh, you may make a profession, soldier, or sense motive check. Profession, soldier. It is. Eh, It's not bad. It's a 10 for a 17. A 17 is the DC. Nice. (laughs) Um, So you're aware that Baron O'Kara is a simple man. He's a man's man, as it were, and a man of the people. Um, You are aware that you can influence him via handle animal, um, Hmm. as he does love animals and loves discussing animal husbandry. (laughs) Uh, In addition to that, you may use profession farmer, fisherman, porter, or soldier um, to influence him. Um, You may also use ride as the man Hmm. loves his horses. Oh, great. Uh, Beyond that, the only other option is diplomacy. Mm. Uh, For the handle animal profession, farmer, fisherman, porter, or soldier, or ride, it's a DC of 13. For diplomacy, it's a DC of 18.
6: Oh my god, my ride's a nine. I should have just talked about horses.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I need to go back and be a horse girl, Adam.
6: Yeah, later.
5: Yeah, that's uh, good to know. I mean, I'm also really good. I mean, again, profession soldier is certainly an option for
0: me. So mm. you have a moment to uh, to kind of carry on this conversation to engage with Baron O'Kara uh, before there's the ring of the gong again, mm. um, announcing 12 o'clock as the count makes his way up to the uh, the front of the ballroom, uh, raises his hands uh, as everyone kind of claps politely. You know, their host presenting. I hope that everyone has had their fill and that we are ready for the games. The tournament will begin in one hour's time. For those of you wishing to participate, if you'll please follow Sir Gussain and he will let you know the rules and the preparations. And uh, if you have not brought any of your equipment, as it were, then we will be happy to provide any additional equipment that you need. Once you have spoken to him, you'll have a chance to change. And for all the rest of us, I hope we'll take this as an opportunity to uh, prepare ourselves and get ready to cheer on your favorite members of the tourney as they compete for all of our own entertainment and a fabulous prize. Hmm. And we'll find out what that prize is next time. Hey! Uh, oh, uh, a
6: date with me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> One
0: date. Uh, uh, getting back into the swing of uh, social combat. Ah, a lay- Yes. Society going around chicken pee. Honestly, you guys did a lot better than you did during the first. Uh,
4: I, I was
2: gonna say, I feel like we did a lot better than we did mm. at the gala uh, well, for our first we go were, through. We were
3: more prepared, I think. True. That's fair. Gwen
6: is not fond of Lady Crab. That lady can just. <laughs> yeah, mm. what's up with her weird insomniac daughter, and why has she got to pawn her off on somebody with So I
5: wonder questions. if her daughter might be the Night Swan.
6: <gasps>
5: oh, oh my god, oh, amazing it. thing!
0: I, mean, so cool. I need this oh, to be real. Yes. I like that idea. Maybe she's vigilanteing all night to sleep. Oh my
5: gosh. <laughs> and doesn't care about noble stuff because it's like, I hate you all anyway. So, and so she's this. trying to get her out
6: of town uh, so that she stops, you know, vigilanteing.
5: I, mean, I think she suspects it and it's like, no, we can't keep doing this, but okay, that's can't say anything because then she knows and then she's liable for it and doesn't want to be. Yeah, I Maybe. don't know. Could be. Ooh, I love Maybe. that theory,
2: though.
0: That's
6: great. That's a great theory. Good job, Ross. Ross. It could be wrong.
0: Yeah, what a we'll find out. Yeah, But we do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank all of our patrons for their continued patronage and support. All of you guys are amazing. I would not be able to uh, to find the time to set up all the, the little things that I've got. Uh, there's so much invisible text on this screen, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all thanks to all of you. And I hope that it, it shows as we are running this that it, uh, it makes it even that much smoother for us to be able to run through uh, something like... Like this, the, uh, the Jubilee, as opposed to the Gala. Um, mm-hmm. And again, have a great opportunity to roleplay with all of these, uh, these amazing NPCs. And uh, of course, we do want to, uh, to thank a few of those by name. And I'll go ahead and start by saying I would like to thank David Wise. Or Vice. I'm not positive which. <laughs>
6: thank you, David. Regardless, David, David thank you. you so much. Appreciate it, David. I'd like to thank Kevin Codner. Not to be confused with Kevin Costner. It was
0: very, very, very close. <laughs> very close. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, I appreciate yes. Kevin. He's Bizarro World Batman. Ah, yes. <laughs> He's the actor for Bizarro World Batman. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice.
2: And I would like to thank Zachary Johnson. Oh, well, thank, you, right. Zachary. thank you, Zachary. Appreciate it, Zachary. We're, we're beginning uh, Team Zach. It's
0: true.
1: <laughs> and I would like to thank Jim C. Hey, thank, Jim. Oh, thank you, Jim C. Yes, yeah, appreciate it, Jim.
0: Jim C of our uh, our Find the Path tier, so he gets double shouted out in this one.
3: Uh huh. nice. Oh, nice one. <laughs> And I would like to thank Patrick O'Hare. Well, thank you, right. Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. That
0: is such an amazingly strong Irish name. True. Yes,
3: Patrick O'Hare. I almost feel it's like true. I should have said it with an Irish accent.
5: <laughs> uh, and I would like to go on ahead and thank Andrew Hanna. We appreciate your support, Andrew. Andrew. Thank, thank you, Andrew. Andrew,
1: thank you.
0: You are all amazing. You are the reason that we are able to continue to do what we do. Thanks to your continued patronage and support, you are our own noble patrons. And also, we do want to take an opportunity, as we so often do, to just thank the greater Pathfinder community. Not just in uh, our own Discord, which is amazing, not just in our own subreddit, but the the number of people that I see shout out our podcast on the Pathfinder uh, 1e and 2e subreddits uh, that recommend mm. us to people that are trying to learn the second edition game. Even though this is a first edition story, but we get so mm. much support sent over to our Hell's Rebels actual play that we do want to take an opportunity to thank everyone that boosts the podcast via word of mouth. Um, mm-hmm. You are helping us every single day grow and expand our empire, our media empire, as it were. Uh, which is right now mostly just audio, but hey, maybe someday Heather will get to live stream Final Fantasy fourteen for like eighteen hours straight or whatever it is she does.
1: Oh, eighteen <laughs> hours? That's that's a bit much even for me. The
0: podcast could afford to buy you however many Red Bulls you need. The
2: next, yeah, the next, uh, <laughs> the next expansion. Yeah,
0: there you go. Day one release. You can stream it. That's sure. That'll
1: be 18 hours of me in queue. So, you know. Real <laughs> <around>. <laughs> hey,
2: you know That's what? Fair. If nothing else, you start playing another game while you wait in the queue. <laughs> and a it's a game. game within a game, right? I'll, I'll show up and you can
0: explain every other expansion in the entire <laughs> development to me. How's <laughs> yeah, that? It'll <laughs> take yeah. yeah. <laughs> hours to explain <laughs> what the plot of that
2: game is and to get to the current uh, state of it.
0: New expansions
1: next summer.
0: But yeah, we do, of course, want to thank all of you and we want to take an opportunity to thank our Find the Path tier patrons. And that includes Andrew Miller, Ann her Brayden Worrell, Elliot Brown, Eric and Lisa Junker, Gary S, Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C, like I said twice, <laughs> Joshua Saldana, Keevan Ederfay, Lewis Ellis, Siren Roll, and TJ Kahn. Thank you.
1: Thank you all. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you, thank you. Absolutely.
0: Thank you all. And get ready for the Battle of the Century, for Find the path first tournament arc. Woo! Oh, in the next episode. <laughs> we'll see you on the tail first PvP, too. The first non-confusion or insanity PvP. In the right, <laughs> oh, we of have non-confusion <laughs> PvP. <laughs> uh, unless somebody uh, yes. cast confusion while you guys are out there on the field. Oh, uh, no, Who knows? I hope Why? that's against the rules. Yes, yeah. yes, it is very much against. You'll uh, find out all the much. rules soon, but it is very much yes. against the rules. So yeah, join us next time for that exciting next step in this uh, this adventure. And until next time, good luck, pathfinders. Bye. Good luck Bye. out there. Bye. Bye.
2: Oh, man, Ross, that uh, that theory is super good. That's a good theory. Oh, That's a you. great theory. I would be very pleased if that was the case.
5: I would, all I know is that if she makes an excuse to get up and, like, oh, I'm sorry, I need to to go, when we hear, like, sirens off in the distance, <laughs> <period> theory <Right>. confirmed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or she's like, excuse me for just one minute, and then she leaves, and the yeah. next thing you know, someone shoots a crossbow at Bartleby or something. <laughs> I was like, huh, where did that mysterious young girl go? <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Or for the Crown is copyright 2018. Or for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.